Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Sumit, aka Trent Alexandra Schwarzenegger, aka Drunken Ferguson. <laughs> and my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the H and I C of everything hip hop and wrestling related. Wow, I can't mm-hmm. even I can't even spell that acronym out. I'm not allowed. Yeah, man, I'm the head nigger in charge. No, don't yes, say sir. it, don't say That's it. That's me. Don't Rest in peace, it. prodigy, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Um before we get started into how you're doing and all that, I've got to make a public apology. What for? We missed a week. So? We missed a week. It's my fault. It's on me. Well, you, you're out living, um, I was living your, like, your, your best life. Yes, doing, I'm living my the, best life. You're doing what the new ethnics do. Yeah. And you're actually going on holiday. You're not going back to India to see family. Wow. Um, you actually went to, was it Lake Garda? Yeah, man was living his best life in Lake Garda. I'm going to keep it real with you, though. Yeah. I had never heard of Lake Garden until you told me. Really? Yeah, it sounded like somewhere in Upside Down. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, did somebody just go down the road from his house or something? It's two hours away. It's in Verona. So it's in Italy. Mm-hmm. It was either Lake Como or Lake Garda. I've heard of Lake Como. Yeah, so that's near Milan. Mm-hmm. So we thought, oh, let's go Lake Garda, up near the mountain, so higher up near the lake. And me and the wife, basically every, every day was date night. Um, it was lovely. 30, 32 degrees every single day. Nothing to do. Did you have a lot of pasta arrabbiata? Yeah, penne arrabbiata. That That's was it. Is that? Did I, get it? I got it wrong. Sorry, penne arabiata. It's pasta, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's fine. I know had, you like that. Had loads of that. Um, went to the. Well, they call it a lake, but it's more like a sea of water. It's a body of water. It's a huge body of water. It's not like a little lake. It's mm-hmm. not like a canal and that. Mm-hmm. It's like a huge lake. So I went in there, swam in there for a bit. You swam. Yeah. yeah, you're a new ethnic. Wait, wait, you're, you're actually a new ethnic. I can't swim. Um, but then uh, <laughs> chat, chat to the duckies and that, you know, and it, it was hold fun. Tight, hold tight, duckies. In it, hold tight, Mr. Ducky. Um, <laughs> and then uh, went to Venice for a day and a half. Okay. So uh, I got my Assassin's Creed on. Um, what do you mean? Assassin's Creed is Brotherhood. Assassin's huh? Creed. Po- okay. Assassin's Creed is a computer game. I know, but what does Assassin's Creed have to do with a nice relaxing trip to Venice? Nah, because part of it is based in St. Mark's Square, which is in Venice. It's the main square in Venice. So when I got to... So I used my eagle vision to get me... Okay, you've lost me, bro. All right. That's like me saying, yeah, I went, to, I went on holiday and I went to the Mushroom Kingdom. Like, <laughs> no! it makes no sense, did it? So, all right. So Venice is an actual place, right? Yeah, it's a real life place. Right, right, yes, right. It's, a whole, it's, it's a, a whole place. Yes, it's a whole place. It's an island, right? Right. So in Assassin's Creed, part of Assassin's Creed, I'm sure it's Brotherhood, part of it is based in Venice. Okay. Now, you see, like, when I went to Rome, my me and my wife, she was like, okay, how are we going to get to this place? I said, don't worry, i got Eagle Vision. And I used the maps in the game and how I navigated in Assassin's Creed in the game to get to the Colosseum, to, you know, the Vatican. I'm really like that. Yeah, you've, so, been, you've been drinking your gummy bear juice, bro. <laughs> so Venice, I want to get St. Mark's Square. And then I got so hype, I was jumping up and down in St. Mark's Square going, this is the place, this is the place. She had no idea. How does your wife look at you when you behave in such an immature fashion? Um, She tries to pretend that we're not married. She doesn't know who I am. Does she walk behind you? I mean, she just walks as far away as possible. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Did did you have a good time, though? Lovely. Lovely. Came back and then we need to go back on holiday again. Yeah, I hear you. But that's the difference. I'm, I'm flying out soon, bro. Yes, you are. Yes, yes you are. But yes. we will we will get on to that and we'll talk about what's been happening in our lives in, an, in yes, another sir. episode. But before we, we go, yeah. go um, 
into the episode, I just want to shout out a couple of people, if that's okay. Yes, please. I want to shout out Reflex, the architect. Um, he's a, a friend of the label, Elect. Okay, He's a friend okay. of the label. He's done a few things with Scribbling Idiots, like Theory Has It and all those types of people. He's a big fan of the podcast. He listens all the time. And, um, big up. Yeah, he, he always says kind things about us that's publicly nice. and privately. So I want to say big up to Reflex the Architect. And I want to send a shout out and an apology to James Weatherill. Okay, why apology? Because James actually commented on our Facebook page about six months ago. Wow. And we didn't reply to him. Well, that's how we work in as digital marketing. Yeah, marketing we're, we're trash. We're trash for that. But, <laughs> but check, check this out, though, right? We didn't reply to him for about six months, and I called him Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's yeah, trash. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I want to yeah, say to James, yeah, yeah, I really appreciate you listening to the Breaking Atoms podcast, and I'm so sorry that we didn't get back to you in time. And... um Thanks for the support, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. But you can't call people Jason. No, I'm so sorry. Jason. Like, dude, when he hit me back, he was like, it's been five months and you've called me the wrong name. I felt so... I, in Jamaica, we say, I shame like a dog. <laughs> yeah, brother, I was shame like a dog. <laughs> but sorry, James. Fine, fine. Well, look, thank you to everyone who continues to support the, the podcast. Our last episode with the mayor of NYC. Shout Marzi. out to Marzi, man. Was, it was a good episode. I yeah, enjoyed yeah, yeah. that. I, I listened to it and I, I was, I was laughing. Yeah. I listened to Saturday X records differently now. Yeah. Yeah. So this is X. a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. So that X is genius. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's great. But speaking of rap, uh, as you can, as you know, you can read from the description and the episode title, Today we are talking about Rockefeller Records. It's the rock. It, it's the rock. Rockefeller, y'all. Yes. The, I'm, I'm, I'm 14, 15 years old again, I have to say. Really? This. Yeah. So you've, you've been going back to, mm-hmm. to listen back to the classic, the posse cuts, the albums. I never stopped listening. Right. So when I started playing them again, I was just f- freshening up. Okay. It's like, you know, when you get the baby wipes and you wipe under your armpits. No, That's I all. don't know that. I don't. You, you, you may have had a shower a couple of hours earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just need to top up. So I just topped up. I just topped up. I did the music equivalent of wiping, wiping my underarms with baby. I don't know. Baby wipes. I don't really know if the listeners need that kind of level of detail. That's all right. This is an intimate forum. It's an intimate platform. Okay. So this is what we do. But I, I have been listening, and I okay. haven't stopped listening. So yeah. You're okay. Right so let's. Um, so we have people who listen to the podcast have varying um, levels, I should say, of hip hop understanding of hip hop. Yes, sir. So if people who may not really know what Rockefeller is, may have heard the name. Mm-hmm. Equally, you have some experts and connoisseurs who'll be like, yeah, Christian Summer, you forgot this lyric. So yeah, let's we're going to get a lot of that. Yeah, let's give a brief overview, a universal overview of Rockefeller Records, how it began, uh, and then we can go into Reasonable Doubt being kind of the, almost the first release of that, yeah. of that label. So look, in a nutshell, from what I can remember, Rockefeller Records was set up, I think it was like maybe mid to late, 95 and it was essentially set up in response to Jay-Z. So it was set up by Jay-Z, mm-hmm. Dame Dash, mm-hmm. and uh, Biggs, Kareem, yeah. Kareem, Kareem Burke. Biggs, yeah. Right. So essentially it was set up in response to them being turned down from a number of major labels. They were on Payday, um, right? For Payday. Payday is yeah. a really cool label, actually. It's, yeah. just been, it's just been reactivated. Mm-hmm. So Primo, who has a long-standing relationship with Payday, He's just done a few 12 inches with ASAP Ferg right. and Casanova. And we'll mm-hmm. mention Casanova later. Yeah. Um, but Payday's a pretty historic label and it's because J. Rue released his first two albums okay. on Payday. And OC, 
who's connected to Jay-Z because mm-hmm. they used to go to um, Maria's Mad Wednesdays and They're all that together. very good friends. And yeah, they um, he even shouted out Jay-Z on the credits of, Ju- of Jules. Bonafide is one of my favourite Jay-Z OC records. That, that's a really good it's song. It's a great song. Yeah, 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 Buckwild on that. Yeah. So essentially Rockefeller was set up in response to Jay-Z being turned down by a number of major labels. I think Loud Records a, a lot of them actually moved. turned them down. Moved. So yep, they set up their label and they went into a distribution deal with Priority Records. Yes. June 96. An album by the name of Reasonable Doubt yes. was released. Seminal, classic. It's um, worth mentioning, there was In My Lifetime, yes. a 12-inch single, before Reasonable Doubt. Yes. But for a lot of people, Reasonable Doubt is probably where people pick up on things. So you had Ain't No, um, Dead Presidents. Yes. You know, Dead wor- Presidents 2. It's worth noting, though, that Jay-Z had been around for a while before that. Because so, he was on... Um, go on. Can You Get Open? You know it? Can, original yeah, Flavor. Original Flavor. But even before that... He was um, on um, Hawaiian Sophie. Even before that. So Hawaiian Sophie's 89, right? 88, 89. Wow. 86, he was in a group with Jazzo called High Potent. Okay. And I didn't know they that. did a song in 86. You could probably buy this record, like a 12-inch, like £30 on Discogs. Um, HP Get Busy. Jazzo. That sounds very 86. Yeah. Jazzo and, and, and Hove. Because I'm going to call him Hove on oh, this whole episode because it's a god MC. Oh man, yeah. Uh, the Stanry will continue. Yeah, it will. Um, he was also on. Um, that was his first, almost first official. I've never heard that record. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You, you I'll check it out. It. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. also on Show and Prove. Yes, from um, Big Daddy Kane. I can't remember the number of the album, but it was um, DJ Premier. Yes, so that's how I kind of put the dots together. Like, how did his relationship with Primo start? And maybe yeah. it started and, around there. I don't Cl- know. And Clark is involved in that as well. Yep. Jazz is involved in that. Yep. And so those yes, are people sir. who are integral to uh, Hove's journey. Yes, yes, sir. Absolutely. I keep calling you sir. I should be. You know what? Yes, go on, go on. Go on. Call me fool. No, I'm going to call you sis. <laughs> no, no, go, sis. <laughs> go sis. Go so Rockefeller sis. Records, Reasonable yeah. Doubt. Yeah. What June, are your, what are your June memories? 25th. Yes. Yeah, so what, what are your memories of my, of my memories album? of that album? I got put onto Jay Z from my good friend Sean Etienne, right? Who I've mentioned numerous times. Yes. He is the hip hop connoisseur. Great guy. So he he made a tape. Okay. For me. Dubbed. Dubbed, right? Dubbed 90 tape. minute black Maxell tape. Oh, not even TDK. No, it wasn't Maxwell. even TDK. It was like a black solid tape, right? Okay. And I remember listening to that album. Because I, I remember, shout out to Shorty Blitz, actually. Yeah. I remember when Shorty Blitz and Davey J used to play, um, sorry, they used to play uh, uh, Can't Knock the Hustle. Okay. Mary J. And when I heard that, I was like, this is smooth, man. Like, right. I'm like, Jay-Z, never heard of him. Mm-hmm. How do you get Mary J. Blige on your record? Because yeah. Mary J. Blige to this day is a big name. Yeah. But she was big. Big then. Back then. So I loved it and I liked what he was saying. And then I heard the album and I literally played that album every single day, non-stop for that entire summer. Really? Of 96. Man. It came out a month before it was written. Yeah. And Stakes is High. And I, Yeah. And I played that up. I, Dude, when I say non-stop, it's like you have your phone and your iPod now and you just press repeat. Yeah. I was rewinding that tape constantly. And to this day, I know every word on that album. My f- like, Word for word skits as well. My favourite Jay-Z song, mm-hmm. The Evils. Yeah, you've told me this. 100%. That, that's a gospel song. Yeah. It's a gospel song. The fact, like, the fact it came to him in a dream and then he, I think he called uh, Primo... And he just spat the whole verse to Primo on the phone. Yeah, Primo's the memory man. That's what yeah, he calls him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he can remember everything. Right, 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 right. That song, 
we used to fight for building blocks. Now we fight for blocks of buildings. That make a killing. That's do, yeah. That is, for me, one of the greatest lines yeah. ever spat by a by a rapper. It's an amazing And that's and that's and I'm saying that because I love Hove. Dude, that, but, that, that that song right there is to me that was the conscious the conscience of the hustler. It's like I know what I'm doing is bad. It's feeding a material lust. But he was he was smart enough to kind of just recognize it and say, look, man, we're good people, we do bad things. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah, yeah, some, yeah. But someone growing up in churches where you often hear about, you know, people being possessed and blah, blah, blah. But he broke it down in such an eloquent way. The way he used the Snoop sample. It's perfect. Um, and, I, and I remember doing research and watching documentaries that actually Primo said that Hove know, knew what he wanted on that record. Yes. Like he was very integral in piecing just, that together. You just reminded me about the Reasonable Doubt documentary. That was dope. That VH1 yeah, that classic was albums, that was, that was brilliant. My favourite um, record on the album is Dead Presidents. I like that because... Um, that first verse? Yeah. On Dead Presidents? Yeah. Murder is a tough thing to digest. It's a slow process and I got nothing but time. I don't want to say this is... Genius, man. He cracked a smile, though his eyes said, pray for me, i do you one better and slay these niggas faithfully. Jeez! Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that verse, I'm telling you, if aliens came from space and said to me, play a verse from a rap song yeah. and tell us what hip-hop is, Dead President's first verse would probably be in, in, in consideration. There's the, the, that, that's one of the few rap albums. Blueprint's another one, actually, and it's weird, because I'm Jay-Z stan, but it's weird that... There's a few rap albums where I can listen to top to bottom without mm-hmm. actually having to skip. Yeah. Reasonable Doubt is one. Reasonable Doubt is one. Mm-hmm. I found that when I first, and this is back in 2000 uh, when Blueprint came out, I didn't find it skippable. I might skip it now, but mm-hmm. when, when I listen, used to listen to it on my CD, those massive CDs we used to carry around in our pockets. Yeah, man, with the Disman um, and all with that. With the Disman, mm-hmm. and we used to just listen. Uh, was, that album and Reasonable Doubt listen top and tail. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so... At that time, Jay-Z is the flagship artist mm-hmm. on Rockefeller Records. Were there any others at that time or did they come later? I think they came later. I think he had probably earmarked Bleak. Yes. To be on Rockefeller Records. And I know I know that he offered deals, not sure when, yeah. but I know he offered deals to Jazz and Source Money. <sighs> Source Money. Source Money was amazing this guy said y'all niggas must be chinese the way you duck sauce i was like oh my when he goes and we coin phrases for dollars like bring it on i got a confession to make though go on go on i only start i hated bring it on for the longest time why there was just something about it that didn't connect with me emotionally okay fine and it's a primo beat so i should like it right but last year I was walking through Collendale, I was walking through my constituency. Your constituency, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I listened to the song, right? Mm. And I'm like, this song is actually dope. Yeah. And then the Fat Joe sample, bring it on Ooh. if you think you can hang. I'm like, this is dope. It's weird, right? So that's and, and I went through the same thing with Super Thug. I only started liking, no, not Super Thug, um, Band From TV. Band From TV. Yeah, I've hated that song for 20 years. No. Apart from Nature's it's Verse. Growth. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's growth. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. So, I hated Swiss too at the time. I'll say it. Ah, oh, Swiss. I'll say it. Okay. I'm not going to get into that. If we're talking about Bink, which we will later. Yeah, we, we have then, to. We have to. We're talking, then, rock, we're talking Rockefeller. No, then it's fucked. We Bink. have to. Then it's fucked, Bink. All right, well, but all right. other than that... I'll fight you. <laughs> I'll fight you. It's fine. Um, let's talk about artists. Um, 
We'll just you know quite briefly favorite artists, least favorite artists, and underrated artists. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Let's go with least favorite first. Let's go with my the, least favorite Rockefeller. Yeah, artist. who's your least favorite Rockefeller artist? I know we. I know we're in the age of female empowerment. I don't say a mill. Yeah. Why the album wasn't bad? The first album wasn't bad. The album wasn't. Hard. Yeah, but the time she came out having that an all, Tari- have, she was worse than Tierra Marie. I haven't. I've never heard a Tierra Marie album. Well, she was on Rockefeller. I know, but just Emil, she was the first, Emil, she was the first, when she supposed to be the first lady, was it? Ooh. Something like that. Everyone was the first lady at one point. Yeah, but yeah, 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 Emil. No, I think you know she had a, she had a few decent guest spots, but I just think in terms of what I like from rappers or MCs who happen to be female, she just hasn't got it. What about Young Steph? <laughs> Dude, how can you be? How can you be name dropping people who never even released a record on Rockefeller? But they're on Rockefeller. I, I don't. I, why we sound, I don't. We sound mad sexist now, though. No, but I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want it to be like, oh, because she's a female. Young Steph. No, Sierra Marie. I'm, I'm gonna go and say Beanie. No, I'm joking. No, no, I don't say that. Say, don't say that. Don't say that. That's first of all. That's a lie. I find it quite hard to find out, and I take your point that those you know you should really judge them on those who have actually released uh, an album. Mm-hmm. But Mill's album wasn't bad. And I'll be real with you as well. You know, you know who I, I, I didn't hear enough of them, mm-hmm. but I feel like I heard enough to know that they were just okay. Who? Not great. Okay. Who? Owen Sparks. Okay. Um, they were just eh, meh. Okay. In my opinion, I liked. I, I like. D- look, I liked the the joint with Tales of a Hustler with Beanie. That was good. That was okay. And then who was? I think Sparks did the um. Give me that sweet, that gush, that nasty, that, that gushy yeah. stuff. That yeah. yeah, that was him. That's yeah. the best thing he's ever done in his life. Okay, we'll we'll go with that. Let's not go with the mill. I feel like I feel like a mill gets trashed, not just by but, us. To but... be honest with you, she does have a legendary guest spot on Can I Get Her? Yes, and yes, she, yes. She has one of the best Rockefeller posse cuts in history to her name. So this psh. is true. Now nah, this is true. You know, um, favorite. Okay, obviously Jay Z. If we take him out, yeah, we've got to take him let's out. Let's take Hov out. So my favourites are Go on. Beanie Siegel. Of course. We can't, you know. I think it's gonna be hard. We're hard pressed. Kanye West. Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't like Kanye right and, now. Um, so, and um, Freeway. Freeway, yes. Baby don't do it, Scarface. Jeez. No, no, free at, that's free at last? That's that's the um free at last, but we've got to talk. I want I put it on my notes. Philadelphia. We need freeway. to talk about Philadelphia Freeway. One of the best albums that have come out from the Rockefeller camp. Just Blaze if you're listening to this what you did on that album you can't forget everyone else or the A&Rs and engineers just and- clap for me mommy oh me and my man Gordon shout out to Gordon we were walking through Miami yeah this is when you could actually just go up to women and speak to them do you know what I mean you can't do that now but we were just. What's that to, bad thing? It should be. It should be good. You can't no, we, just do that. We went up to. We, we were going up to women. Just clap for me, mummy. Oh, like <laughs> you can't do that in 2018. But we were doing it back then. But f- we'll touch on Philadelphia Freeway. But yeah, Freeway, Beanie Siegel. I think it's a tie between Beanie Siegel and Bleak. I like them for different reasons. So I've got. I've got the same. I got Freeway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, but I always had affinity to PD Crack. Yeah, and, he, I, and he, didn't, he didn't get a solo project. And he I, knew I, how to I make. He knew how to get the party started. I don't know. I don't know what happened with him. You know why? Why he was supposed to win? And I tell you why. First, yeah, he was light skin. Yeah, he was team light skin, <laughs> and he was Spanish, bro. How do you drop the ball on PD Crack? I don't get it. So, but then again, Shug Knight dropped the ball on Nate Dog. Well, yeah, it can happen. That they, it can have, it can definitely happen. But he has um, time to think about that now. Underrated, and I had Bleak as one of 
in part of my favourites, but also I feel like he's also very underrated. Yeah, he he was pushed. I think the worst thing that ever happened to him was that he was going to be called new and improved Jay-Z. Yes. I think people kind of, nah, which can't, I, you can't be. Which I understand, but strip that away and look at his rapping ability mm-hmm. and, and the projects he put together. Mm-hmm. And he's he, a goddamn good artist. And he always went gold. He, he like, Every album went gold. Five, three, four, like... Can we touch had, on that album too? Yeah, of course, we could do whatever you want. I think that's one of the most underrated albums to come out on Rockefeller. Memphis Bleak. Five, just, three, four. Let's take... Look, we, if we're hip-hop fans and we like a piece of music or any kind of music or whatever, it could be films, whatever, we've got to take away the fact that there was this enormous pressure put on him mm-hmm. and look at actually his talent. Weren't you the guy who got him onto Twitter? See, uh, like these are the stories you got. And he's, no, I'm not saying that. And he's Sean Price's cousin, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, five, three, four. He had Ninth Wonder on there. I'm t- like, just Blaze. I'm telling you. And he, I, I think, I think that was the first time I ever heard Rihanna. He had Rihanna. No, on he there. had Rihanna. He, he was on Rihanna's first song. 100%. There were some singles on there. No, no, I feel if they had put money behind him, there was a song called um, "Intoxicated." Yeah. Produced by Irv Gotti. Yeah. They should have put money behind DJ that. DJ Irv. This is, uh, I'm talking Murder Inc. Body. Murder <laughs> like, Inc. I feel like, like, all right, so Jay Z embodies Rockefeller, right? He's the flagship, he's the mainstay. But, like, Who's Sleeping in 99 by Bleak? That's vintage Rockefeller. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. vintage. Like, that was Bleak, an okay album, but there's some gems on there. Bleak is just, ah, uh, like, I feel like that's, I think one of the biggest travesties in rap is Memphis Bleak, that he doesn't get the just desserts he des- he should get. No, he's, he's done all right. God- he's rich. No, he's rich. Don't get me wrong. I'm, talk- I'm, talking about- I'm talking about when people talk about good rappers and great rappers right right he never gets mentioned because he he's a street gangster well i won't say gangster he's a street rapper and he's one of those people you never hear anyone say anything bad about him because he's no listen I've and got, he's loyal i got some bleak stories right i got bleak stories he's very loyal I, f- I feel like he he's one of the he's there's something about the cloth of people from rockefeller i've come across and to had direct interaction with whereby they have a certain code mm-hmm. they treat res- they treat people with respect no matter their status and because of that and because of how he can perform he can perform his ass off he can rap he can contract a song he's building a label he has been building a label he had get low and he's got a warehouse mm-hmm. right what he's done with malona rose he's he's been around the world been around the block and he's performed on the biggest records let's not forget he's the one who instigated the nas jay-z beef and and he was ready to go at nas just as much as hove to hove yo young bro i'm gonna gonna take this but bleak like there's a wireless story with bleak the guy gets on stage with hove and still has time to message me say look we're supposed to do this interview my bad we're talking about one o'clock in the morning so he's got off stage and realized oh shoot i was supposed to do this with my man you know what my bad look we'll we'll do this if I look at the same with Dizzy, Dizzy Rascal trying to palm me and I have to go, you Dizzy, what's going on with you, man? Mm. Like, he did I, that? Who? Dizzy. Yeah. Right. I, I just say, yo, we, what's going on? Right, I'm deleting his album. No, nah, what's going on? And he gave me the interview, but like, it's just like, I shouldn't have to do that. Right. You've got a man like Memphis Bleak who is rich, who is, who is part of, you know, one of the greatest labels and has been part of the, some of the greatest posse cuts in rap. He's got the time for me. Mm. And I respect that. And it's, like I said, there's, Something about people from Rockefeller who are cut from a different cloth that we don't have today, and we're losing that fabric. So we have okay, to hang on. Calm down. Sorry, calm down. Just, so in a nutshell, you think Bleak is underrated? Then that's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All Jeez. right. All right. But also, I got um, I got Oshkino as well. Okay. Just because I had to put more than Bleak. Okay. Cool. Whatever. 
<laughs> All right, albums. Can we stick with underrated artists? Yeah, go on, go on. Rel. Ah, Rel. Rel. He did a lot of stuff with Young Guns too. In... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rel had it. Yeah. His vocal tone. Yeah. And his singing ability. Yes. Yes. I am still waiting for a Rel solo album to this day. The Remedy? That's what, was good, that's what dude Rel but Rel might be okay because he's 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 probably getting um chronic 2001 checks still why because he sings on the last record with Mary J the message does he that's him uh, I, don't, I don't know how I missed that yeah that's Rel and that album sold how many <laughs> like yeah, 10 yeah, million yeah, copies yeah, 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 he's yeah, alright yeah, yeah, you're getting that but if we're talking about Rel should we, I know we're going to go into kind of R&B mm-hmm. should we just kind of delve into kind of like Alan Anthony love him all right yeah we're freeway don't you cry that listen listen just see justin smith yeah (laughs) oh my i heard that song on westwood i'm like what is that but key fact about that song since we're talking about breaking atoms that song was actually alan anthony solo record but it was on the dream team soundtrack which was which was the uh disc two to the paid in full soundtrack so it was an alan anthony solo record and they retooled it for freeway so the paid in full, the movie. The movie, yeah. Which is a great film, by the way. Hood classic. That also should be attached to Rockefeller just as much as... Of course, but well, we've got to talk about Street state property. State prop. Paper soldiers. Yeah. All that stuff. But that song was it was an Alan Anthony solo record. So there's a version out there that's just with him singing. It's amazing. Yeah, that's no, great. It's great with Freeway. Um, I, I love that way. Freeway. He was part of Christian. Well, that's another thing. Yeah. So, how do you pronounce it? Chris, I call it Christian. Christian. Yeah, Christian. Like Cristal. They, um, what's that song they had? Full of Smoke. Full of Smoke. Yeah, brother. <laughs> bruv, Rel with um, all this love for free. Listen, bruv. That's some great R&B. Bruv. That's some great R&B. But, but, you know, they also had Samantha Ronson as well. So we Did they? That. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember Samantha Ronson? Oh, no, we have to get her out Victoria there. Beckham. Oh, no, she's not. She's a non-factor. They had vir- <laughs> she's a non-factor, bruv. For some reason, I thought they had Lady Sovereign, but that was Def Jam. That was different. There were some questionable decisions made over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I agree. R&B-wise, they had some solid... Yeah, they didn't really make a dent in R&B. I'm not sure why. But Rel, I'm telling you, man, like, if I could go back in time, mm. I remember when Rel did this song with Kanye West and Consequence. Yeah. And he sang over the electric relaxation break or sample. Whoa. Um, what was the song called? can't remember but it was okay. bad it was bad, it was bad. as in, Rel, you, as like in Rel, good. You, you love you, Rel you like Rel. Rel sings in a group or was singing in a group called The Revelations as soon as I heard he was involved in that I snapped up <laughs> I snapped up <laughs> Rel if you're listening you have a fan in London named Christopher Wayne Mitchell that's me Wayne? where Christopher Wayne Mitchell? yes yeah bro. middle name yourself you didn't know that? no yeah man I'm Wayne bruv I'm Wayne, yeah, bro. Yeah, I like it. I heard my dad was trying to call me Cyril at one yeah, point. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we, we, bro. You've someone, discussed in the podcast. Someone had to step in, bro. Cyril. Christopher Wayne Mitchell. That's me, bro. That's, that's CWM. That's <laughs> what I used to put in Street Fighter when I lost. All right, so we'll get into albums in a second. Um, let's talk about artists that would have been good mm-hmm. for the ROC. This list is long, bro. So let's go for it, because mm-hmm. then we can then attach that to the, the family tree cool. of artists. So uh, we've got here Big L, of course. That's a tragedy, that's yep. a big tragedy. Yeah. Because Big L died, what? February 99? So that year, volume three. three. Imagine if Big L was around for like volume three or the dynasty. Imagine oh. like, imagine what Big L would have done on 1900 Hustler. Just imagine. I've never thought of it like that. Imagine if he was on Streets Is Talking. 
Just imagine. Imagine if he was on um, You, Me, Him and Her. Imagine what he would have done, bruv. Well, if we did a response to a friend of her. Imagine he was on the Dynasty intro. Who you with? A million one questions. What could have been, man? That's I never thought of it. Imagine like Big L on Kanye West and Just Blaze Beats. Imagine what we would have got. Yeah. So think about the stuff that um, they were giving Beanie Siegel, like um, Get Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who Want What. Yeah. Um, what your life's like. Some of the stuff that Bleak got. Uh, you Know Me, Bleak. I think the intro from the Understanding album. Some of the beats that Bleak got on Made. Imagine right, Big right, L on those. Jeez. That gives you an idea of what we missed out on. That's sad. Imagine man. if Big L was around when all Takeover and stuff was coming out and decided to hit Nas. Just imagine. <laughs> and think about it the other way. Right. Seeing as Big L was DITC, we know that Buckwild's done stuff for Jay-Z. Yep, yep, imagine yep. now you're talking about Lord Finesse being around showbiz. Fat Joe. A's, AG. Fat Joe and the, the, the thing with Fat Joe and Jay-Z and what happened, they were Terror Squad and Rockefeller. What, Again, imagine what could have happened. Like, is a big, make, that's also a big travesty because we didn't get... It robbed, us heights, of, it robbed us of classic records. It robbed us of classic records. Yeah, and we're never going to get them because, I mean, I still listen to both of them, but it's not the same. No. But yeah, Big L, imagine. Just imagine, bro. Imagine Lord Finesse producing beats for Big L and Jay-Z on... Oh, my Lord. And you know that link's been there because Jay-Z was on The Graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, did yeah. the radio freestyle together. For sure, for so sure. So we know what they sound like together. Yeah, and they battled each other and, and, and it's Harlem, it's Dame and, and Biggs. There have been... It would have been beautiful, bruv. It would have been beautiful. I never looked at it like that and now I'm kind of sad. Yeah. I don't want to do really... I don't really want to do the rest of the podcast. Yeah. I thought I'd just end the, end the podcast there. Big L Man. on Just Blaze Beats. Imagine. Can you imagine him on Ninth Wonder Beats and... Bruv. Or your, your, your man Bink. Listen... We, we missed out, bro. We, we've been robbed. We also missed out on Source Money being on Rockefeller. And obviously, I think, from my understanding, I think it was the thing of Jay-Z wanted to snap him and Jazzo up mm-hmm. to contracts. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to sign their contracts. No, J- uh, Jazzo turned it down. Yeah. Um, and Source Money went over to Priority which was the parent label right. of Rockefeller, Rockefeller during the Reasonable Doubt era. But Source Money wrote, I'll be missing you. So he did some good songs with he did some good song, songs with Jay Z. Pre game, pre game is my favorite. Uh, the, the songs they've that's done that's from Belly soundtrack. Yeah. There's also a great Rockefeller song on that Belly soundtrack. Crew love, crew love. Oh, right, great right, song, right, right, right. great song. But pre game just takes me back to a very gritty, like '90s. You know, it's indicative of that era. The song he did on um, Soul in a Hole as well. Yeah, against the grain. Yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah, that's a shame too. Source Mind's a shame too. Yeah, he would have been a good fit. I don't know if great. he would have sold a bunch of records. I don't think. I, I don't think, think that was a case. I don't think that was the plan for him. I, I reckon he would. He had at least one or two classics in him. Yeah, at least yeah. or at least classic songs versus that would stand the test of time because he had that in him. Just imagine if he was around for the whole uh, state property Rockefeller, <sighs> D Block shenanigans, the, the beefs. Imagine. Oh my god! Now you think it make me think about Big L and Jadakiss. Imagine, listen, these are the questions I ask myself. Can like, you imagine he would have been a murdergram? Yeah, he'd have been all over that. He would have been all. Listen, listen, nah, bro. This is sad, man. This is sad. All right, move on, move on, move on. Jazz, <laughs> we talked about. Yes, we talked about his uh, his relationship with Jay Z. Obviously, bring him a game. Kane, uh, Jazz was the hood star. 
Um, Great rapper too. Yes, absolutely. Amazing rapper. Absolutely. It's good that they've kind of ironed out the differences now. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy about that. And I think there are some people in hip hop music, whilst we enjoy the conflict and the beef sometimes, there's people when they fall out that we're genuinely sad about. And then when we see them patch things up, we're genuinely happy. And I yeah. think Jazz and Jay-Z are, are one of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Havoc and Prodigy had their issues, nobody wanted that. Yeah. I remember when that happened, everyone was like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want this. Yeah. We yeah, don't want yeah. this. And then um, he signed, but obviously it was so long, ODB. Yes. also a... He dropped a primo bag. Do you remember? <laughs> Rockefeller, Rockefeller. <laughs> S I pop shots. I think Rhymefest wrote that song. Did he? Yeah, Rhymefest was writing for ODB. No. At the time. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Damn. We got... um. Derangers as well. I call them derangers. Derange, oh, derangers yeah. is better. They were yeah. on uh, volume two. Volume so they two. were signed to ca- the Carter Faculty. Yes, yes. The uh, Car- that's right. The Carter. Fa- my yeah. God. Carter Faculty. Wise P. He's actually inside at the moment. Is he? Yeah, he's inside. Not sure for what, but he recently he's been doing a lot of st- stuff with Static Selector. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. He's I've been doing that. a lot of stuff with Static Selector, and the Rangers actually produced. They pr- not produced. They released an album in two thousand seven. Did they? Called Who Feels It Knows. And it was a good album. I bought it. I paid about £19 for it on import. Oh, wow. But it was a great album. They had DJ Premier yeah, yeah, on yeah, the lead yeah. single and they I had CeeLo singing the hook. Not bad. So Not bad? It seemed like the budget was okay. Not bad. They if had, it's good enough for Thought House, it's good enough for... They had um, <laughs> they Sorry. had Buckwild on there as well, producing for them. It was a, it was a decent album and, and that album came out at a time in my life when, you know, a very important time in my life where I, where I had met someone special. So... Nice. So at it has a, you have an affinity to it. Yeah, it's got a bit of a sentimental value. Um, we have to talk about Joe Buttons. I'm mm-hmm. going to pluralise him as Joe Budden. Buttons. 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 He would have been great. You think so? Yeah. From a music perspective, imagine a Just Blaze Joe Budden produced album. True. With 12 Pump It Ups. I don't know if that would work, but I, I understand the sentiment. 12 Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I understand the sentiment. I don't know if they if his temperament and Dame Dash's temperament it would have mixed. worked. wouldn't have worked. No, I know. I think... Someone like Joe Bunn, his temperament, he would know how to amend it for certain people. He knows it's boundary testing. Mm-hmm. He will know who he can test boundaries with or not. But I think his temperament at that time, especially, would have been an issue. Mm. I think he would have given up quite easily. He would have been pissed off quite easily. And if we take the same route he's taken now, all the drugs and all that, I don't know if he would have lost much. I think we would have got some great records. Yeah, some really good records, man. Some great records. That That's interesting. Um, who else? Is there anyone else we're missing? I think there were some rumours about Twister. Yeah, that that would make sense. I think Twister, Jay, I think I Twister think was Jay, being courted think, by uh, Bad Boy. Yes, I think Jay-Z well. had a, you know, he liked, he liked Twister. I wonder why Scarface never, I mean, he didn't need to, but that would have been a good fit too. Supposedly he was supposed to be on um, Never Let Me Down. Right. From the college dropout. And he just didn't turn up to the studio. Because uh, he's, he's Brad Jordan. I can't listen to that song. Emotional for you? Yeah. Okay. Can't do it. I'm not going to ask you why. Personal reason, can't do okay. it. Okay, no, I respect Great it. Great song. I respect it. I I listened to that song for the first time in... When did College Dropout drop out? When did it come out? 2004, February. I haven't listened to that song in 14 years. I know how you feel. It's like um, Get Back by Ludacris. <laughs> I can't listen to it. <laughs> No, dude, you know why? It's funny. You know what happened? That was a ringtone I had when my girl at the time called me to break up with me. No. Yeah, so I can't listen to it. This is why I don't do... This is why music and like... Now no, my, no, my ringtone is just ring, ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can't keep hit it on ring, ring. Yeah, yeah. Keep it simple. <laughs> now. Keep it simple. Now. Keep it simple. Now. Um, all right. We're going to get to albums still. Let's talk about forgotten Rockefeller artists. 
So there's a, there is. Uh, so we're not going to talk about MOP. We can talk about MOP. There's some others that I feel that haven't not they're forgotten, but they haven't. No, MOP's not forgotten. No, no, no they're not forgotten, but they're just not um, heightened, right? So right. they're not talked they're not about forefront. They're on the forefront. Okay, MOP is one. Um, SAS from the UK are another. Mm-hmm. They were signed to Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. They just kind of gravitated to the diplomats because it's just how things were. But mm-hmm. they, it was Dame Dash who signed them. These guys introduced Dame to Estelle. Okay. Right? It's these guys that did this. At the time when they, when Dame came to, uh, to London, he was like, yeah, all this fashion. And it, it, it was very much... SAS. I remember watching an interview with them on Not For The Radio. Yeah. I, I had no idea that their story ran so deep. I had to. I actually tweeted them they, after watching it, just saying, look, I had no no idea, man, respect. I feel like people don't... This is a thing about... If we're talking about underrated, mm-hmm. them. From, from the pure standpoint of what they were able to achieve mm-hmm. at such a young age with a label and strong personalities that were on that label... And for them to be there and to survive that, that's commendable in itself. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that they were connecting Dame with all these people, cool with Cameron and Vardo and French and all these people, before anyone knew who any of these people were, it's testament to who they are and what they've achieved. And not to mention, they're able to rhyme. Yeah. And they've got some great stories, more so than most people have ever had in, in, in our world in this industry from the UK. And... John Legend have th- have them to thank, right? Because they helped him out. Estelle is another. Dame is another. And even Kanye, do you know? Mm. So not that they're forgotten, because for me, they're never forgotten. I, I have the utmost respect for those guys. But I think that they're just not talked about when it comes to the Rockefeller story, as is MOP for different reasons. And also Mickey and Mallory. <laughs> they got the Blueprint 2 shout out and... That was I said they got shouted out on um, All I Need as well. Yeah, yeah, probably. Or Ah, Need. Nee. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, no, that's good. We've got Di- was it? Uh, did, did, shout Diamonds and Peggy, in- and Peggy Sue. <laughs> Diamonds in the Rough. Yeah, they had a great song on the um, Streets is Watching soundtrack. Yeah. And supposedly one of them said that, I think it was it Rebel or something like that, mm. said he was the one who came up with the Diamond Rock sign. Really? And he never got credit for it. But I thought Diamond, Dal- Diamond Dallas Page had that. Yeah, I was about to say that as a wrestling fan, Diamond Dallas Page had that first. Yeah, they had, they had, a, they had a lawsuit. Yeah, and he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah, if, if, you, if you beat Jay-Z in a lawsuit, you had a really good case. But also, the, throwing the rock in the air is so infectious. Okay, I was doing that in Miami, dude. No, but the thing is, it's so infectious, because you know everyone talks about it's the Illuminati and all that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But when, yeah. when you've got Draper at a Watch the Throne concert throwing the rock sign, you know it's real. It's because he didn't pay to get in. <laughs> you know you know why he's throwing it up you know why he's throwing it up alright so we've got other ones to, to get through uh, Nicole Ray so she was good she was good great voice but story she sang, did she sing that strawberry song I don't know I don't know and she was down, she, she was around Missy Elliott for a bit as well she, yeah so she's yeah, on the tutelage of Missy yeah she was um, dope Victoria Beckham we mentioned earlier get her out of here. we're not talking about that young Steph you know the Bow Wow Bow Wow comparisons yeah we're not talking about her get her um, out of Uncle Murder I like Uncle Murder. Uncle Murder. Because we can kind of go to Rock, Rock La Familia and we could talk about Nori and the reggaeton artist. True Life was on there I as like well. I like True Life. Love True Life. He love did True a, Life. He did a song with Ninth Wonder called The New New York. Yeah. It was incredible. No, I love True Life. Yeah, he's proper. He's I, proper. It's sad. Like, I mean, he's out, he's out of jail now, but 
Yeah, I love True Life. Yeah, got time I, for him. I absolutely have time for, for him. Sound of Rockefeller. All right, after this, we're going to go into albums. Yeah, yeah. But Cause you're, you're delaying it now. Yeah, I'm delaying it. I'm yeah, just going you're to delaying it. it. If we talk about the sound of Rockefeller Records... There's I a few people that come to mind. I don't think... The first, the, the, the most appropriate place to start would be Clark Kent. That would be the first place to start. Because without him pushing Jay-Z, um, him with the original flavour... Yes, right. You're, you're right. Hundred percent. It has to start with Clark. If we take, if we not, when I say sound, I'm not talking about just you know production. I'm talking about the person who built the foundations. We got to talk about Clark. Yeah, no, Clark Kent to me. If I have a list of underrated producers mm-hmm. in hip hop, and Clark Kent is on there with high tech, DJ Spinner. Yeah. Ooh, um, Spinner. Yeah. High water. High water. Was he in high water? He wasn't. He was. He did stuff for Raucous. Yes, he did. So he's yeah. been around. He's done stuff for Eminem. All those types of people. Yeah. But when you look at Clark Kent's resume. I feel he should be mentioned more. Like he did a player's anthem. Mm-hmm. He yeah, was Biggie's yeah. DJ. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like even he just he just popped out the blue a few years ago. Did super high for Rick Ross, and then just started chilling again. Yeah, great producer. Absolutely. And the fact that his production company is called Superman Productions, he gets extra points for that. <laughs> he disguised the limit too. Big, yeah, big, uh, big sneakhead, and a very good friend of SAS. He respects okay. him highly. I can vouch for that myself from personal interactions. And Clark's not one to be messed with. He has, he has strong opinions, mm-hmm. and he has a way of going. This is I feel this is the right way, and more power to him. I got time for Clark Ski. If we're gonna go all the way back, yep. Ski. We're talking ski ski beats ski beats before he was called ski beats. It's ski rocker block <laughs> rocker block productions, mate. Before ski beats produced some of my favorite. Jay Z albums, yeah, he produced their uh, presidents and uh, the songs, rather, yeah, yeah. Politics yeah. as usual, usual. yeah. I, see, I even say it like how is it po- as, as usual. usual. He, I'm so glad, yeah, because I know that Ski was producing for Camp Low, yes, round about the same yes, time. Yes, correct. I am so glad what? that Jay Z didn't get the Lucini beat. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think uh, yeah, that's, the right yeah, people yeah, yeah, got yeah, yeah. that beat. Imagine Jay Z on on Lucini. I'm sure he would have killed it. No, nah, it wouldn't be the same. What? Yeah. This is it. What? Nah. No, nah, wouldn't, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same. But I hear that feeling. It was originally a Camplo song because the singer feeling. Mecca, yeah, was singing on some of the Camplo records. Oh, I didn't know that. Never heard or see. Never seen or heard her since. Didn't uh, I? Didn't know that. Um, we've talked at length about Just Blaze, and we'll come on to him. Mm-hmm. But if we're going into the Blueprint era, this is get your man out of the way with Bink. Bruv, he made some of their best songs during that time. Just get out of the way. What are you talking about? Just get out of the way. Nah, you know what it is, right? This is this, nah, this actually, is no, 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 this is my issue with you. It's my issue with you, right? Because you have personal heat with this dude, right? I don't and know. I get it. I no, don't I get it, bruv. I don't have You're salty, bruv. But it's fine, isn't it? It's Just fine. Be innit? respectful of the people, that's it. Yeah, but that's fine, that's innit? It. That's fine. It's been 15 talking years, mu- innit? No, right? but we're talking music now, innit? Yeah. You, me, him, and her. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. One nine hundred hustler. There's a reason why he opened and closed the blueprint. There's a reason. All jokes aside. He's a talented producer who produced a lot of the 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 great Rockefeller songs that we like. Yes. Special Blueprint. Done no. Yes. And he did he did some great stuff for the um Young Guns. Yeah. Future of the Rock. I can't, my beatbox is terrible. No, it's fine. But, but K West. Yes. Mr. Kanye Whizzle. Khan Whizzle West. Obviously very integral to to that era of Rockefeller. Mm. Went on obviously to it on onto his own. Um, you, what's your favourite Kanye West Rockefeller beat? 
It's very hard. What is my favourite? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I can hmm. answer that question for you. I know why. I, I know mine. Uh, what is yours? Heart of the City. Ain't no love. And uh, you know what? That's a very good one. I'm trying to go to, I'm trying to go obscure. I'm trying to like show like I listen to music. Um, nothing like it. Beanie Siegel. That's a great one. Yeah. From the, from the, the reason. The title track, The Truth. <sighs> dun, 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 yeah, dun. that's a good one. Yeah, I won't like, and that's not me. No? No, that's not me. Okay, sorry. I ain't no love. I would maybe, yeah. That's I a great could, song. I could go with that. I, he- I hear he made that for DMX. Did he? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Kanye's got a lot. It's hard with Kanye because I'm thinking about any other stuff he's done for outside of Jay Z. Oh, he's done some great stuff. He done stuff for Mob. Like his hardest beat ever in the history of life. Yeah, was a Mob Deep song. Really? Throw your hands in mm-hmm. the air. Listen, bruv. It's like, you remember Venger from Dungeons and Dragons? Every time I hear that beat, I think Venger's gonna fly down from the sky, bruv. <laughs> Swear down. Swear down. Um, State property. Mm-hmm. Chad West. Hamilton, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, big on the state property sound, produced a lot of their records. He also doesn't get mentioned all that much no. when it comes to the sound of Rockefeller. He made some. He made some really good records for them. Yes, just Blizzle. Yeah, of course. Just Blizzle. Of course. Love Just Blizzle. Of course. Just Blizzle. I want, I want him and Jay to start working again, man. I'm sure it happened. I'm sure it happened. I love. I love Jay Z and Just Blaze. Just have something, man. Yeah, it's just great. And it's that year. The, it's Hovey, baby. This year's experience. I also want some Jay Z and Kanye. Even though I'm not oh, happy man. with Kanye at the moment, Get I still want that. Game out of it. I still want that. I don't care how much fried chicken he eats at Harold's. I don't <laughs> care. A and R's. We can't forget A and R's. We're talking about the sound. So from a production and beat point of view, there's one thing. But then hip hop, Lenny S. We've got to look at those A and R's who shaped those albums. Mm-hmm. Biggs as well. Mm-hmm. Being involved, Dame as well. Go on. If we just go back to producers, though, I think we definitely need to shout out the people who provided that sonic sound bed before Kanye and Justin all them came. Because they remember they came late, 99, 2000. Yeah, true. So there was a period between In My Lifetime Volume 1 yeah. and Volume 3 yeah. where guys like Swiss Beats, Primo, Primo, yep. Timberland, Timberland, Stevie J, yep. Buckwild. Yeah, yeah. Buckwild. Buck oh, man. We should do a Buckwild episode. Oh, no. I'll be here all day. Because he's in my top 10 of all time. I will be here all day. We Anthony to, Best. We, Anthony Best. <laughs> what? We need to do a Buckwild episode. We need to do a whole DITC series. Are you mad, bruv? Yeah. I'm with you. But yeah, you're right. We have to salute them, man. Yeah, we have to. We have, have to. to salute them, man. It's just because... I remember Jazz, Jazz produced for uh, Jay-Z, too. Talking about producers. Mm-hmm. Where is Peter Panic? <laughs> who is this man he produced he produced regrets amazing song who is he I'm i've sorry. yet to see a picture of this dude i'm sorry peter panic who are you bruv who like who are you who are you like no, yeah, the way, you way you just moved to me with like where is peter panic <laughs> but who is he like who is he though that's a great aka that's my aka for the next episode answer my question bro i don't who is know he? i don't know it could be you for all I know. I don't know who the bruv. No one has heard or seen from this dude since 1996. Wow, I need to... I Peter need to... Panic. <laughs> you know, I went on Discogs. I tried to find an alias for this dude. You know, like Discogs has everyone's real name. No real name. Just Peter Panic, bruv. I reckon they put Peter Panic on his um, birth certificate. Peter Panic. 
Social security number or Peter Panic. It's Peter Panic. That's love. I love that name. Who is I'm, he, man? Tomorrow when I go to work, please my find out name is. Oh, well, I will. Like, we're filing a missing persons report. Missing since 1996. <laughs> Peter Panic. That's a great name. Go on Discogs. It's the only song he's ever produced. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know it's why a I'm... great song. <laughs> but it's the only song he's ever produced. Is he just lazy or is he dead? Which one is he? No, I don't do that. I don't wish death. No, I'm not wishing wish death. death. Bro, I'm not wishing death, but in, you're telling me in 2018, the <laughs> only thing I can find on you is a song you made in 1996. Come on, man. His name is Peter Panic. Peter Panic. That's great. Okay, look, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... Brother, it's a question that's been burning me for years. <laughs> for years. Well, you wake up in the morning and go, where's Peter Panic? Dude, he's got no production credits. Really? Just that? Maybe it's an alias. I thought so. I'm like, who is this dude? Yeah, it could be an alias. You know what? I'll dig. I'll, I will dig around for you. Yeah, ask someone, man. Make I'll a call. Ask. Make a call, man. I'll, I'll. You know everybody. I don't know anyone. Make a call, man. I'll ask Bleak. Yeah, who is Peter Panic? I'll ask Memphis Bleak. Might go, yo, it's like, do you it's know my, him? It's no, my, my mom's friend. This is a question we need to put to 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 the powers that be in hip hop, especially Rockefeller ones. Young Guru, Just Blaze, Memphis Bleak. Where's Peter Panic? Can you find him? We need to talk to him. Dude, no one's interviewed this man. I don't even know. You know what? It must be an alias. Has to be. Has to be. No one has interviewed. There's no picture. Yeah. In 2000, on the internet? Well, are you Prince? Did you clean the internet? <laughs> are you Prince Nelson Rogers, bruv? Could be. It's possible. But that's, that, that, that's my favourite part of the episode. Peter Panic. Yeah. That's, that's, that's genius. That's man. my guy, though. Regrets is a great song. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Absolutely. Um, A&R's we've touched upon. But then we also have to salute the people behind the boards, um, engineers. Your, f- your friend. No, I'm not going to do that. Come your on, no, no, no. friend. Let's, keep, let's, 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 let's hail up your friend. No, no, no. Let's keep... Let's keep no, he's my friend too. He's cool, man. No, let's keep a professional out here. Let's keep a professional out here. Right, this um, ain't LinkedIn, bro. It's a podcast. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Um, Duro, engineer. Um, Ken Ithil. Ken, he did stuff for Fabulous, right? I'm yes, not he mistaken did. this, right? He did, Desert um, Storm, he did some yeah. stuff for Desert Storm. They're, they're, also, they're also part of the Rockefeller story, Desert Storm, DJ yeah. Clue, uh, DJ Envy, also part I of... I think Clue was one of the four artists on Rockefeller that went platinum. Because it's only been four that went platinum. Really? That's worth noting. So Jay-Z, Kanye West. Beanie. No, Beanie went gold. He went, he went gold? He's not a platinum, not on a solo tip. Cameron went platinum. Yes, of course. Come, come home with me, and I think the professional went platinum too. No way! Yeah, I double check on the prof- on the professional, but I know the first three definitely went platinum. Wow! But yeah, we we. We've... But remember, gold you could you could gold could still be like nine hundred and fifty thousand. It's not bad. Still, Nori's first album didn't go platinum. They played oh, that everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true, true. But we've got to salute the engineers. Yes, we do. So Duro is one. Uh, Guru is another. Mm-hmm. Um, Say their full names, man. Like you actually know what we're talking about. Okay, Young Guru. Yes, Jamil Keaton. Yes, yes, yes. Duro is. I think it's Ken Ithil. Yeah, something like that. Ken I just saw the credits on yeah. on Tidal. Well, I'm, you know, I'm a walking discogs. You know. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not anymore. I who don't. Else? I've, I'm out. Who I'm, else? Who else? Engineer. I think so. Duro was the engineer. I mean, there would be other engineers that mm-hmm. would have worked, but I think Duro was one who was Jay Z's engineer. I think Volume One. There was a two, and then Guru comes in, and then kind of helps out with I think Dynasty and and then and from then onwards basically. I did write down the names of the engineers from Reasonable Doubt though. Go on. So you have guys like Carlos Bess. Okay. I know he engineered 
Card Not The Hustle. Mm-hmm. Joe Quindy. Okay. As well. Okay. Kenny Ortiz. Yep. Big Jazz. He mixed and engineered... Jazz? Yeah, Ain't No Nigga. He yep. did that song. He did. And Eddie Sancho. Eddie Sancho? Yeah, DJ Premier's right-hand man on the mix at one point. <sighs> Premier's records would not sound the way they do if it wasn't for Eddie, Eddie Sancho. Sancho. So he, he engineered and mixed Devils. Right. And most of Gangstar's records. Right. So he knows what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. No, look, engin- look engin- engineers, no matter who they are, um, smart bunch of people yeah. know how to... People look at the producers, and this is one thing I've learned being around engineers, is that people think it's the producer. And actually, your song, and, and as an artist, your song will sound trash if you don't have a good engineer, the right mix, the, someone with the, the smart mind to have a solutions-based approach yeah. to going, how do you bring out the best out of this record? 1,000%. I said to Kimo before he left the UK, mm. just before he left, I said to him, thank you for making me sound way better than I actually am. Mm. And I said and to him, you, know, the, the, you are one of the unsung heroes in UK hip-hop because you make a lot of us sound better than we actually and are. That's taken for granted. Mm. And that's why I want to make sure when we talk about the sound of Rockefeller, we salute the A&Rs, we salute the producers, but also we salute the engineers who may have bring that all together, right? One thing I, I love about Rockefeller is Keep It Real Wednesdays. You, I, I mentioned this to you, and I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast. So my guy in uh, in LA, uh, Nick, did an interview with Guru and Just Blaze, um, and they were talking about the history of Rockefeller, and they talked about Keep It Real Wednesdays, where producers could come, to the studio, hand out their cassettes. They would play it in the boombox uh, and or stereo system. I said boombox. It's the second time I said that today. Um, they play a record, and guys from Rockefeller, Dame Dash, would come in and give their keep it real, uh, you know, approach and tell producers who we didn't they didn't name no names, but basically some producers got laughed the hell out of there, cried out of there. And some that made it got onto records, some they didn't, but it was Keep It Real Wednesdays. I really feel that that wouldn't happen today. We wouldn't be able to have that today. But that was really good, and that was the sharp and uh, steel, sharp and steel, that whole approach of bring your A game. It's the Motown approach, right? Mm. Okay, cool, you want to be it? It's the Hitman approach. It's the bad boy approach. Um, and that's important to, to realize, because I don't think that will happen now or we'll ever get that, because people's feelings are too, they'll get hurt too quickly. I didn't realise that Heavy D produced Feel in the Air. Yeah. I didn't realise. He also did the uh, Guns N' Roses. Oh, be, on uh, Blueprint on 2. Blueprint too. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Dwight. Albums. Favourite Rockefeller albums. Let's go with... Okay. Oh, no, no. Let's okay. go with the least. Least, least favourite? Least first. Unfinished Business, R. Kelly. Was that a Rockefeller release? I mean, yeah, if Jay-Z was on it, it must have been, yeah, some Rockefeller had something to do with it. Yeah, that's on it. Yeah. Because I looked at it today and I'm like, is this a Rockefeller album? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Isn't it? Put it in there. Yeah, it's a bit trash. Yeah, put it in there. Yeah, it's universally trash. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep, keep it, is it Keep It Real Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Trash. It's trash. Yeah, yeah, put that there. Bogus. <laughs> it's bogus, bro. Booyaga. <laughs> yeah, oh, bro. That, that, that album was a cash grab. Yeah. Um, Favourites? Obviously, Reasonable Doubt. Yep. Volume 2, which I think is one of the greatest Jay-Z albums of all okay. time. And yep. I'll tell you why. Yeah, go It was the last time Jazzo was ever on. It was a chain of the guard. Yes. At Rockefeller. So the last time Jazzo and Source Money were ever on a Jay-Z album. Yep. And it introduced Emil and yep. Beanie Siegel. 
Yeah. And introduced Jay-Z to a whole new audience. Because he finally found that balance between street and commercial. Uh-huh. Uh, Blueprint, obviously. Yep. Dynasty. Yeah. Um, I love, when I say love, love Diplomatic Immunity. Okay. Love that album. That album to me is a group of friends mm. who just got some money and they're having fun and they just had the record button on. Yeah. I really mean it. Come on. Come on, bruv. <laughs> That's like top five, top five Just Blaze beats. Diplomatic Immunity is great. I love 534. Yep. As well. Yep. Um, I know I've missed out on a couple of... I really... You know, my favourite Beanie Seagull album, unfortunately, wasn't a Rockefeller release. It was a Dame Dash group release. Okay, what was the one? The Becoming. The Becoming. That's my favourite Beanie But the Beanie reason, you, you never messed with I liked the it. Reason, I just not. thought it was a bit uneven because yeah. it was kind of like, oh, you had the street records, then you had the really obvious, obvious yeah. commercial records. But some of the street records on there, like um, Get Down, uh, Nothing Like It, Man's World... No idea what your life like. What's your life like? like I love that song. Mom praying, still got love for you. Because that song is very Hovesque. It's the very, it's the regrets mold, right? To me, it's a precursor to the blueprint. Yeah, it's that vulnerability. It's that perspective. It's all of that with that sound of that which would follow. Yeah, you take off all those commercial records like the stuff with, and I like, I like Daz and Corrupt. But you take all those. Yeah, if you kept those really heartfelt records like that, would have been a classic record. Do we? Do we? Kanye? Do we throw those kind of? My dark twisted fantasy no. in there because they're Rockefeller, but they're yeah, not but really. To me, Rockefeller finished in two thousand three, bro. Fine, so we can take that. But out. we can put, we can put. Um, no, it didn't finish in two thousand three. That's but wrong. Because it late <laughs> college dropout is a Rockefeller release, and that's one of my favorite albums. So we got, we've got to put that in there. We got to put it. We, we'll, we'll change time for you, Chris. Yeah. Let's um, go to two thousand five. I've got black album in there in addition to what you've got Philadelphia mm-hmm. Freeway <gasps> sorry missed that one yeah yeah we'll talk about Philadelphia yeah. that's fine yeah. um, American Gangster I knew you were going to say this yeah, yeah. Um, others I've got the same as, as as you Philly Freeway great album dude from top to bottom right from top to bottom bro like, there's only one misstep go on no they go put, on uh, they put that Mariah Carey record on there as yeah, a bonus yeah but that's no, a misstep bro but look at the time when you're making it it feels right if because look it did, it did, that didn't need to be there. Look, you said to me, I ran through and we'll go through in a second my list that we're mm-hmm. gonna go on to, and you said you ain't got a part, you ain't got the, you ain't got a song for the chicks. That and and, and I was like, I don't need it because nowadays my idea is we don't need that. Right. But there and back then that was something that could have been a something for the label. Right, then we needed to get that because that was the thing that I was that was done, the formula. Okay. And what better way than to get Mariah, who's kind of extended Rockefeller because of the relationship with Jay Z, like Mariah, uh, like Mary J is. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying, but I also I get, yeah, but I also get why Guru, Just Blaze, Freeway, and everyone involved at Lenny S, all that, everyone involved in that. Why they went that? No, nah, bad decision. It's a great album. It's, it's not. On, it's not on my iPod version. Fine. But it's a, it's an amazing album. Songs like um All My Life, Bink. Um, Why you got That's fine. What Free? Free yeah, yeah, yeah. Banging intro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you had a uh, flip side, Life with Beanie Siegel. Flip side was a PD, right? Yes. Yeah. Just Blaze. Um Just Blaze is all over was that. great. Look, Just Blaze is all over. I think Just Blaze did about he did thirteen of the records. He is he, him and Guru are all over that album. But, but what I love about that album though. Yeah. It's because I remember before Freeway was 
due to come out with an album, people yeah. were concerned like his voice and delivery was so unique. Right. Could they tolerate it for a whole album? Just Blaze and all them guys, what they did on production literally helped carry the album. Freeway's performances on the album were great, but what I think they did as well, they put a good variety mm. of they did, special they, guests. They did, they did so it. Nelly was on there. They did Stella Snoop job, man. was on there. Oh, Snoop and... Oh, yeah, that's Mariah a... Mariah yeah, Carey yeah, yeah, was on yeah, there. Yeah, 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 who, yeah, else, yeah. who else? Jay-Z. Even though what we did is wrong. He's got classics on that record, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got classics on that record. Actually, and, you know what? I think even post Rockefeller, Freeway's never made a bad record. No, he's got some good albums, man. He knows what he. That he stimulus makes, package with Jake Wan. Yeah, as it was well. great. Oh, the stimulus package is good, man. Free, yeah. free is very underrated, man. Talking about Freeway, I just want to send um, best best yes. wishes and regards to to Freeway. I know he's having some health challenges at the moment, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, you know, he he may never hear this, but Freeway got fans in London, man. We still listen to Philadelphia Freeway straight up. Why do you feel he would never hear this? I don't know. You're the one telling me, oh man, this podcast is trash. It is trash, but I can, you know, get it to... If you want to. Yeah. I don't, okay. Not that they will care. People hear me now. I've got nothing to offer them, so they hear me now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your you stock know. has fallen. My stock has fallen. It was Hip Hop yeah. Chronicle. To, oh, no, 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 no. I looked at your numbers the other day, your followers. I'm like, yeah. I said, damn. What, my followers? Yeah, I said, damn. You've got way more than me, but I said, damn. Oh. I said, I remember when something was popping out here. I was popping, right? <laughs> I was popping, weren't I? Bruv. You had these streets on fire. How, how many followers? I don't even know how many followers I have now. I don't about got, six thousand. Seriously, that's still very good though. I, I don't use it. But what about your peak? Yeah, I was at peak. I was like that more like 10. 10, 11? Yeah, yeah. Got nothing to offer them no more, bro. You just no got me. No you just got me, bro. Just, you just, all you got is Chris now. Yeah, I'm just stuck in a room with you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we're, we're gonna be trash together. Nah, but look, whoever's like from that from 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 that time, whoever I'm friends with, says a lot, right? Still, it's true. It's true. Says a lot. Um. Do we really want to get onto like what went wrong with Rockefeller? We've we've almost I think approached more close to an hour or over an hour. Do we really want to get into that? Uh, what went wrong with Rockefeller? Well, I guess, or should we just go into family tree and then? Legacy? I guess you know what. If we do get into what went, because we don't know what went wrong, and it will just descend into ah, gossip. Forget that. Forget, yeah, forget cut that. It, cut Screw it. you. Yeah. What went wrong, Rockefeller? They broke up. Anyway, yeah. happily ever after. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> so the legacy, the legacy of Rockefeller. Yeah, because you, th- you think about all of the people who have been part of that and what they've gone on to do, right? Mm. So think about the labels that have come up out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the artists and what directions they've gone into. The business ventures. You've got Rock Nation now. Dame did a DD-172, I believe, which I went to, by the way. Mm-hmm. That was interesting times. Um, Biggs has now got, you know, his own clothing line. I'm wearing his... Ro- his- he looks good as well, man. He's lost a lot of weight. I mean, he's 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 hench now. Yeah, he I mean, he's always good. hench, but, uh, you know, I'm wearing the Air Force Ones that he put together. The Rockefeller Air nah, Force they, Ones. They, they don't look too fresh, though. Nah, because I've been wearing them. No, nah, no, nah, it doesn't matter. I've got other... Way- no, come on, man. I've got some other man. Sorry, bro. Um, I ain't going to come to the podcast with Dirty Trainers, bro. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you think about what hip-hop has gone on to do. Um, you think about where Just Blaze is at in his in his career. You know... I think I think things would have been... I think things would have been better for Just Blaze on the hip-hop tip, though. Why? Just because the whole Saigon thing, I just feel like... Because that was an amazing album. Yeah. And I just feel Just Blaze as and I could be wrong and I may I may have missed certain things. You're wrong, you're wrong. Probably you're wrong. But I just feel Just Blaze has so much more to still offer as a as a record executive and label head. I don't disagree. I think when he's probably like, like everything, and when 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 time is right, he will 
unleash the beast, but mm. nothing can be taken away from his contribution. Never, never that. Never, never in life. His contribution. Never in I life. I mean, it's well documented that I have a great affinity to Just Blaze. Just Blaze is in my top 15 producers of all time. He's in my top five. I can't argue with that. That's me. I can't argue with but that. But I'm going to be biased. Yeah, so. but no, but I can't argue because that's just apples and, or- apples and oranges now. Yeah. You, you know, you just, you just prefer one but and the other. But for me, taking to everything, mm-hmm. yeah. but um, we've also got like the family tree, right? So, But you, you also want to add to the legacy? Yeah. I just feel what Rockefeller did in a very competitive time in hip-hop music. And while some may argue that it wasn't the most artistically competitive time, yeah. F- Rockefeller came out and really rose to prominence in a time where money was flying around in hip-hop. So that's what made it competitive. And these guys not only managed to hang with, yeah. but in many areas, they outperformed Cash Money, Rough Riders, G-Unit, no no limit no limit who else was around at the time g unit uh um i just had it d block d block um nelly yeah no no m- nelly what? nelly sold a lot of records no though. but 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 jay-z has the line mm-hmm. no one's moving uh any units like apart from him juice and us right yeah aftermath was doing big numbers at the time and they managed to stay in the mix of all of that and i think that's something to be celebrated and commended yes definitely definitely i, I agree. because i think out of all those labels now if there was a reunion tour yeah i think the rockefeller one would be mad yeah it would be it would be and i think speaking of that um one person we forgot uh as a rockefeller artist Chedikis with the botched msn.com live stream where yeah do you remember that Jay-Z is doing a concert on MSN, I think, promoting uh, an album. What, The Last Kiss? No, so Jay-Z was doing a concert. Mm-hmm. And he brought State Property out and mm-hmm. you know, he you know brought a bunch of guests out. And at the end, he wanted to um, uh, announce a newest member of The Rock and do a whole chaining ceremony. It was so botched. J.D. Kiss didn't turn up at the right time. It took ages. It was live on the internet. And it, you know, he did The Last Kiss and after that, it kind of like, Away. I don't think Jay, Jay the Kiss fits Rockefeller. Foxy but, Brown was signed in 2005. Yes. She was working on her album called Black Roses. Yeah. She would have been a good fit. I forgot that. But then, yeah, just thinking about just, you know. She would have been better than Victoria Beckham. Yes. But think about Uncle Murder, who's now a G-Unit. Mm-hmm. True Life onto his own thing. Mm-hmm. I think Lenny S and where he's gone to. Guru, where he's gone to. Just Blaze. Um, Biggs. Dame to an extent. Before we go, yeah. What do you think of Dame Dash now? Clarify. I really love Dame. I think. Look, I have a lot of respect for Dame, and I'll tell you why. I think I I do too. Dame Dash, regardless of what you think about his attitude and him being belligerent and direct and what he really fought for his artists. He did, and I'm saying this as an artist and just as a human being. I would love to have a Dame Dash fight for me and speak for me. And stand in my corner. With no, me. no, I, that, in that respect, yes, I agree. And also, what you find a lot of people online talking about, you know, like culture vultures and all that. He was talking all that stuff before it was cool, before it was a buzzword on Twitter. Well, he, he it was, was him. It he was, was him. fighting for his he, culture. It, he created that. He still has enough um, clout that when he says something like a phrase like that, it gets it, it becomes part of the culture. Mm. I think his contribution shouldn't go, um, shouldn't go amiss. And I'm concerned. I, I'm concerned that the powers that be will attempt to write him out of history. 
And we, I, I can never let that happen. No, I'm not saying I, I have any. I, power. No, I, don't, I, no, I don't think. I think everyone involved in Rockefeller can't. You can't erase Dame Dash from that. Can't you? Can't. I don't think anyone would. I think everyone has respect for it. No, I hope I, not. I hope no, not. No, I don't. Th- I, I don't. I, I sincerely don't think that would happen. But let's not leave on a sour note. You asked me to put together. Oh yeah, yeah. This is gonna be fun. Ten Jay Z songs. This is gonna be fun. To make the perfect Jay Z album, yes. So, even though your your song your song's gonna be wrong, yes. Half an hour before I was supposed to come here, mm-hmm. I put this together. So you make yourself sound unorganized. Go yes. ahead. I Go am ahead. setting expectations. Okay. <clears throat> the first song, and it's worth mentioning as well. Go on. You sequenced this as well. Kind of. Okay. I've even put so a, I've even put a J. It's called a Jay Z ten title playlist. Okay. I might have to speak to Elliot Wilson. Just go, yeah, push it out for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Elliot, just for all time's sake. A a a. What a clown! A million and one questions as the intro. As the intro. Good shout. Thank you from Blueprint Three. That verse, the last verse alone, is worth the uh, the price, the of, price admission of admission for that whole album. Okay. Don't care what anyone says. That is Jay Z in a nutshell. That verse. You want to know what Jay Z is all about? Listen to that verse. Subliminals, entendres, lyrical ability, just everything is okay. in that verse. All right. After thank you comes the evils from Reasonable Doubt. Then uh, friend of phone ninety eight from Volume One. You don't know from Blueprint. Okay. Streets is watching Volume One. Wow. Now think about this. Uh, track three, four, five. Oh, sorry, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go on the seventh. So after Streets is watching his PSA. Mm-hmm. I've taken the Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones approach. If you look at Thriller, if you look at Off the Wall, the sequence of from three to seven, mm-hmm. or four to seven, it's the peak. It's the peak. Yeah, because they always say you should put your best songs right in the middle. The Evils, Friend of Foe, Streets is watching. You don't know. Right. PSA. Then we go to American Dreaming. Okay. Right after PSA. Okay. Smooth that out. Because when you play that live with the band, that's going to sound shit hot. With yeah, the yeah, Marvin yeah, sample. yeah, 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 yeah. I right? see you. I see you. I then see you. on top of that, we go into Ignorant Shit. Love that song. Right. So we go into that. Was that the last Beanie and Jay collaboration? Possibly, yes. Yes. What yes. And that was going to be on Blackham and didn't make it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we go from, from American Dreaming on AG to Ignorant Shit on AG because there's a message here now. It'll perform very well. Right, because it's got a catchy hook. It's also sending a message that's still relevant today. Important, mm-hmm. and we close with Marcy Me, because Jay Z on that record from four forty four. Fucking hell, mate! Just <laughs> mate, mate, right, Jay, mate. Fucking hell, mate. Marcy Me was a fucking stellar performance of lyrical ability. I love Marcy Me. Bonus track, if I want to be um, cheat, uh, cheeky, Murdergram. From Streets is Watching. Yes. I think that's a great Jay-Z album. And the fact that you sequenced it and the way you just put your paper now softly next to you, yeah. you feel proud of yourself. Yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah. That's a good shout. I, you know what you should do? <clears throat> put that in actually. Actually, you know what I want you to do? Yeah. Put that in a playlist or send me those list of songs and I'm going to listen to it in that specific order. I, and, and listen, by all means, this is me and I literally did this half an hour before I was supposed but to But that's, that's a testament that you know you know his discography yeah. intimately and, and extensively. Now, then it made me think to myself, should I just do a whole... 10 of um, mixtape cuts 
or a whole ten of just oh, features. No, we, could, we could be here all we day. We could do all this all day. We could be here because all day. he's so prolific. Absolutely. So what you got for me? So I didn't do sequences. Fine. I just, just went give, in chronological fine, order. Fine, so if we me. go back to reasonable doubt, the song I'm going to pick from there is Dead Presidents too. Yep. Because that just embodies the mind state of a hustler. Yep. You go to volume one. Yep. You've already used a million and one questions. But I you can use this one. No, no, no. I'm different. You use friend or phone ninety eight too. You're gonna use yeah. cashmere thoughts. No, no, no. That's 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 reasonable doubt. I know. Yeah, no, you're not that. Um. Talking to Jay-Z Stan here. Volume one, I would probably put Streets is Watching mm-hmm. or You Must Love Me, which is one of, that was the first time we got a glimpse into his family life. Yeah, yeah, and I actually remember listening to this record in the dark. I'm weird like that. And I could literally visualise everything. It's a great. It's great. Volume two, I'm going to go for a week ago. Okay. With Too, too Short. short. Yeah. Um, because a week ago is now a part of the hip hop lexicon. Yeah. Like you don't have to apply it to just snitching. It yeah. was all good just a week, week ago. ago. Yeah. Volume three, which I think is, you know, it's a mere album. I'm going to go for So Ghetto. Yeah. Because I don't have any braggadocious records yet. Um, Dynasty. Was it Dynasty after that? I've got to go with 1900 Hustler. Imagine like, I didn't have to put No, 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 no. Go back, put... go back, go back, go back, go back. Um, I'm a hustler, baby. Need that on there. Okay. I need that on there. Give it to me. That was actually uh, a last-minute record. Parking Lot Pimpin' was supposed to be the lead single right. from the album, and then Pharrell gave them that song like 24 hours before, and they changed the whole video. 100 Hustler, man. Freeway, his verse on there? Yeah. Okay, moving on. Blueprint, I'm going to go with Song Cry. Okay. Not that it's my favourite song, but I just like that kind of intimate look into the personal life. I, lo- I love songs like that. One of the songs that I had on my list was Song Cry from Unplugged. Because nah, I was going to be yeah, like, I was going to cheat, but yeah, go on. It's Jay-Z album, it's not The Roots. Um, <laughs> what was after that? Is it Blueprint 2? So Blueprint 2, I'm going to go for The Watcher 2. Okay. What, because, about, what about Blueprint 2.1? No, 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 no. Um, what's on there? <laughs> the Watcher. Uh, Jay-Z, always smoking that loud. That was on Bad Boy soundtrack too. But Watcher 2, Rakim's verse, yeah. he left Earth. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear what he said on that song, bruv? What did he say? It will be another. Uh, it will be another hundred years till my eyes closing, and when I die, I'ma die with my eyes open. open. <laughs> I said what? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> but like, even um, Hovey Baby, it's crazy. Dude, man. how can he say I'm gonna die with my eyes open? The Watcher, because he's the watcher. on a Dr. Dre beat. Are you mad, bro? It's the Watcher, bro. Okay, so after that, you got what? The Black Album. Yeah, I'm gonna go for December fourth. Yeah, from that album. Um, what came after Black Album? Kingdom Come. Trash. No songs from that. No, you gotta choose a song. No, from it. that song is. Listen, the whole album is doo doo. It's feces. It's a number two. It's a coaster. If I smoked weed, I would break up my Look, weed on I that would, disc. I would argue. I'm not arguing. Right, we're, no, we're, not doing, we're, not, we're not doing. We're not doing. We are going to do episode. No, 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 we're not. We're not. We are. We are. What, what, we are. Came, what came after Kingdom Come? Blueprint Three. No, Ag. I'm gonna go for Ignorant Ish. Then Blueprint 3. Then Blueprint 3, I'm going to go for... I put Thank You on there, actually, on my That's one. Um, what came after Blueprint 3? Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Oh, Grail. trash. Um, it's not a great album in hindsight. I, you know, I actually want to apologise to you. Go on. Because I was like, yo, this album's not too bad, you know? It's not too bad, you know? It's all right. Now, now I listen to it in hindsight, and then after hearing 444, I'm like, nah, this ain't it. This Magna ain't Carta, it. when Jay-Z said on Blueprint 3, what my old albums buy my old shit, mm-hmm. Magna Carta... Is recycled motifs, ideas. So basically, the, what he did was he did the album where you can buy his old shit in in a in a in a. Let's let me keep it nice, not in not in a in a in a project that wasn't was rushed. 
Yeah, it's not very good. I don't think it's very good. I do like Somewhere in America, though, the song. Listen, this is Jay-Z we're talking about. We're talking about one of the greatest rappers of all time who's made some great records. He's going to have one or two. Heaven or Somewhere in America. He's going to do that because he's that damn good. However, this is why... This is why A&Rs, this is why engineers, this is why these people are so important to the album-making process. That's why 444, no ID, still a job, mate. Do you know? Tell them, sis. Yeah, me. Tell them, sis. Yeah, me. <laughs> anyway, come and if we go to 444, I'm going to go with the story of OJ. I thought I... Because th- I think that was such an important thing for him yeah. to say at his level of Good success. Point. Good point. And that's my perfect Jay Z album. Ah, it's not bad. And it's not better bad, than yours. Bad. Yeah, it's cool. It's better than mine. Listen, people. A lot of people can do better than me. I just thought that. No nah, man, have some faith in yourself, man. Nah, I, don't have faith I know you're faith. trash, but you're not that trash. Nah, bro, I'm Asian, isn't it? We have no faith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've really run over. It's okay because some some subjects you need to. We've got to go deep, deep right? dive. Yeah, we haven't done a, We haven't done an episode of maybe close to eighty minutes um, since the first couple of episodes. Well, that's first fine. episode. That's so. fine, man. All right. Any uh, any last thoughts? I miss Rockefeller. I do. Uh, I do. One of my favorite labels, man. Like my favorite label of all time mm-hmm. is Loud Records. Okay. But Rockefeller is definitely in my top Up there, right? Top five. Yeah. In my in my top five, and it, it definitely Rockefeller provided the soundtrack to a generation. I think anyone who's maybe in their post thirties, mid to late thirties. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they, you, they've got, got some. They've got some. They've got some in some Rockefeller songs in the playlist of life. I grew up. This is you know the, the biggest time I grew up and start to understand more about rap music. The chain itself, the chain remains. It was a massive thing for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know those Reeboks, Stock Carters. We actually uh, come to think of it. I actually met Jay Z and Bleak. Did you? I totally forgot. Really? Yeah, me and me and Gordon met them in Miami. They did a, a shoe signing at Foot, Foot Locker. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I met Jay-Z. How do you, how do you forget meeting Jay-Z? Uh, well, probably because I didn't really speak well, to him per se. When you've, met him, when you've met him three times like me, it's, it just, you know, rolls off your back. Sorry. Okay. You got any last words? Nah, I love Rockefeller, man. Okay. And I love I love the fact that some of those guys are still around. Cut from yeah, the same club, definitely. We need that because we're at a point we're at a point where they can offer a lot of guidance to these young guys and actually help shape how we move forward. Do you know what I'd love though? Go on. I have one last wish. Hit me. Imagine going through the unreleased Rockefeller records. Don't get me started. Because I know your man Guru's got some Jay-Z songs on, say, on his on his USB stick. I say nothing. Okay. I do say want, nothing. Do you want to close the show? I've got a new ending for the show actually. Go on. Do it. Okay. It goes like this. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And before you break any atoms, make sure you do your research, laugh as much as possible and try and see things from a different perspective. <laughs> <laughs>